Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for August 20th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled, You Are Not a Mistake. You are destiny's child. I want you to know that. I want you to know that you are not a mistake, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God sent you to this planet when he did and where he did because of why he did, that he made plans for you before the world began. Before your mother met your father, he already had plans for you, and he prepared you. He stored up things for your success, and he stored up things, everything that you would ever need to accomplish what he sent you to this planet to accomplish. And now, he, through his spirit, once you're born again, accepting Jesus as Lord, repenting of your sin, then he begins to reveal to you what was prepared for you but concealed from you so that you could become the man, the woman that he destined you to be for such a time as this so you can leave a mark on this world that will not easily be erased look at me you are not a mistake All right, so that said, uh, this morning as I was praying about what to share with you, um, I was led to share about faith and grace. And I was, as I was going into this whole thing on faith and grace, and I've done a lot of teaching on God's grace, our faith, uh, I added freedom at the end of it. So the title of today's message is Faith, Grace, and freedom. I want you to understand these things. When you understand your requirement to live by faith, when you understand God's amazing and unearned grace and the freedom that you get to live the grace life, you live an amazing life because it's the life God wants you to live. So let's talk about grace. Let's talk about faith. Let's talk about freedom. What does this mean for you today on this Friday morning? Uh, let's jump straight into it. I have four things to share with you in this morning. Uh, as I get into these four things, this is where I really need you to open up your heart to receive four things. Number one, here we go. You ready? Let's go. Number one, your prayer, uh, your prayer of faith must be in agreement and alignment with, with God's plan for your life. You, you, when you pray, you're praying a prayer of faith, but it must be in agreement with and alignment with God's plan for your life. So the father wants us to pray. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about prayer in this too, because prayer is important. Uh, we have a requirement and a responsibility to pray the things that are, that are not going to happen in, in your life until you ask for them. Right. And so, so I'm going to talk about that. So God knows what we need before we ask, but he still requires us to ask. But then when we ask, we have to pray in agreement with and alignment with God's will. Why? Because he already made plans for us before the world began. Right. So that's what I'm teaching in this series. So God has, God wants us to pray, but God has not signed up to give us whatever we want, you know, whatever we come up with. God hasn't just signed up to say, hey, I'm here to give you whatever you want. The Father has signed up to give us whatever we ask for that is in agreement with what he already planned for our lives, right? We're in agreement with his will. And God's grace is a key aspect of this. Now, Matthew 18 and 18, I taught on this in my book, uh, Leveling Up Your Life. But in Matthew 18 and 18, the Bible says, Truly, I tell you, this is from the Amplified Version, whatever you forbid and declare to be improper or unlawful on the earth. This is where in Matthew 18 and 18 in the King James, I explain all this in the book. It says that whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That's King James. And it sounds like I could do whatever I want, whatever I bind, whatever I loose, heaven has to respond to me. The Amplified kind of explains a little bit different, says whatever you forbid or declare to be improper or unlawful on the earth must be what is already forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit and declare to be lawful on the earth must be whatever is permitted in heaven. So when Jesus was explaining this, he, Jesus wasn't putting pressure on heaven 
to support you, putting pressure on heaven to say, hey, we got to do whatever Susie and John and Sally want, right? You know, whatever, whatever Sean wakes up in the morning and says, I believe and I receive in Jesus name, we have to go do it. And, and like the pressure is on heaven to go respond to us. No, no. The pressure is on us to respond to heaven. <laughs> the pressure, the, the issue is we have to ask for what's already provided. We're supposed to, for, for us to experience heaven on earth, for us to experience uh, God's best, we have to ask for the things that God has already provided for us because we can't force God to give us something that is not in alignment with his will. As a matter of fact, we can't force God to do anything. I mean, like you, you, faith is not about you telling God what to do. No, you, that would be the tail wagging the dog. God is God. God is our Lord. Right. And so, so we have to find out what he already gave us, what he already planned to do in our lives from the foundations of the world. And then prayer is praying. That is praying in agreement with that. We are not commanding God. God is commanding us. It's the other way around. We are submitted to God. Faith is about submission. It's about surrender. It's about alignment. It's about agreement. It's about me finding out what God has already given me from the foundations of the world. And then no matter how big it seems, I'm going to go and I'm going to become that. I'm going to pray in an agreement with, in alignment with that. I am setting my faith in agreement with God's will, with what he has already provided. Say amen to that. Number two, the prayer of faith receives what God has already provided by grace. And so, so faith and grace is my faith is God's grace. Everything God does for me, he does it by grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. Everything God expects me to do for him or with him is, is by faith. I have to, my faith taps into God's grace. And so everything God does grace, everything I do faith, right? So if that, if I understand that, then I have to understand that I'm asking for what is already provided. Romans chapter five, verses one and two, the Bible says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access, watch this, by faith into this grace in which we now stand. So we have gained access through Jesus, what? By faith into what? Into this grace in which we now stand. So now I'm standing by the grace of God. I'm living the grace of God. How am I doing it? By faith. So by faith, I get to stand in God's grace. And so by faith, I'm tapping into God's grace. And then he goes on to say, therefore, I can boast in the hope of the glory of God, because now my life is not about me anymore. My life is about the grace of God in which I'm standing. So I'm standing in the grace of God. How am I doing it? By faith. What is it? God's grace. What is it? My faith. So my faith helps me to stand in God's grace so that I can become the man that God called me to be. So when God reveals something to you, he's basically saying, hey, son, hey, daughter, these are the plans that I have for you. These are the plans that I had for you before you were born. This is what I'm giving you. This is what I sought out for you. I'm doing this by grace. It is free. It is unmerited. It is undeserved. And it's then and only then that I'm authorized to ask for in faith what God revealed to me right? Revelation becomes the authorization for my faith. And so now I am asking for what God has already provided. So in this series, I'm driving home the fact that you are not a mistake, that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. Therefore, your life and your prayers cannot be about you and your selfish desires. Your life has to be about God and the plans he has for you, the plans he already made for you from the foundations of the world. Number three, effective prayers are the prayers that tap into what God has already provided, right? So that's prayer. Prayer is me coming in alignment with what God has already provided. So when you understand the fact that God already made plans for you before the world began and that he made those plans by grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved, then you understand the importance of seeking God concerning those plans. John said it this way. This is John, uh, 1 John 
uh, chapter 5, verses 14 and 15 from the easy to read version. You should read it from the Amplified too. But easy to read says, we talking about prayer. We can come to God with no doubts. This means that when we ask God for things, and, uh-oh, and those are the things that agree with what God wants for us. Excuse me. I'm, I'm asking God for things. But I, what I'm asking for is in alignment with, in agreement with his will, what he already wants for us. Then the text says God cares about what we say. He will hear us. He listens every time we ask this of him when we're asking in alignment or in agreement with his will. So we know at that point that we already have it. So we know that I already have it. Why? Because I'm asking in alignment, in agreement with his will. I'm asking for something that he wants to already give me because he planned to do it from the foundations of the world. So I'm not asking for what I want. I'm asking for what he wants. I'm in agreement with, in alignment with God's will for my life. I'm not asking for selfish desires. I'm not asking for things that were birthed in my heart. I'm asking for things that were birthed in his heart. And so when I'm asking for things that were birthed in his heart and not my heart, then I get it. When I ask for things that are birthed in my heart and not his heart. I don't get it. James said it this way. Now you do have to ask, right? So he says, James chapter four, verses two and three from the passion Bible. He says all the time, you don't obtain what you want because you don't ask God for it. So he's like, no, you still need to ask. But then he said this. And if you ask, you won't receive it. If you're asking with corrupt motives, seeking only to fulfill your own selfish desires. So James was like, hey, when you pray, you need to ask. Like, I mean, there's some things you're not going to have. You have not because you ask not. You, if you don't pray, you don't ask, you're not going to get it. But then there's some people that ask and don't receive. He said, you don't get it. Why? Because you're asking with the wrong motives to fulfill your own selfish desires. You are asking for things that were birthed in your heart and not in the heart of God. Remember, God is not obligated to give you whatever you come up with. God obligates himself to manifest what he came up with from the foundations of the world. So when you pray, you're required to pray in faith. You're, you're re re required to pray in agreement with, in alignment with God's grace. When you're praying from a position of grace, you are praying from a position of God's perspective, God's will. You're saying, okay, Father, I'm only asking for this because I believe that you want me to have it. I'm only asking for this because I believe you want me to do it. I'm only asking for this because I believe that it's your will. I, I'm on, Father, I, I don't want anything. I don't want anything. Look at me. I only want what God wants for me. There's nothing that I want that is not what God wants. I only want what God wants. Now, I do want everything that God wants for me. So I'm like, Lord, I need you to show me what you want to do in my life. And then I'm going to pursue that. I'm going to pursue by faith everything that you reveal to me by your amazing grace. So grace-based prayers tap into the supernatural power of God, and then you're able to experience heaven on earth. And then you're not, now what God's kingdom has come, his will is being done where? On earth. How? As it is in heaven. Why? Because you're tapping into what's already is in heaven. You're asking for the things that are in agreement with heaven. And so you get to experience heaven on earth because you're not, you're not asking for things that are in your heart. You're asking, you are praying the heart of God. Heaven responds when believers on earth make valid requests. What are the valid requests? Requests that align with heaven. Requests that align with what everything that God has already provided. Say amen to that. All right, number four, and finally, I'm going to close out the week with this point. The grace life, which is what I talk about all the time, the grace life is a life of freedom. When you make your life all about God and the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world, you're just free. I mean, like, that's it. You, you, you don't have any pressure. You're free. You're free 
you're even free from the limitations of your humanity. You're, you don't take on any pressure. You, 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 don't, you don't have any pressure to, to try to do everything right, right? Grace is liberating. Grace is empowering. Grace is amazing. And this is one of the reasons why I hate religion. Religion puts the spotlight on you. Religion puts the emphasis on you. Religion is like, you have to do everything right. You have to do this right. You have to. And if you mess up, you, oh, you messed up. Oh, now you got guilt and shame and condemnation. Oh, now God is not going to bless you. Oh, you know, and, and there's way too much emphasis on you. And so it's not about you. Religion, it put, puts the spotlight on you complying with God, you submitting to this, you submitting to that. Religion puts so much pressure on you that you feel like you're the captain of your own ship. You feel like you're steering your own boat. You, you feel like you're charting your own course. You, you, you feel like, like, like you're, you're making your own destiny. This is, this is how people who, who go to church, who, who name the name of Jesus, say things like, I'm making my own destiny. No, dude, I don't know what Bible you're reading, but religion puts so much emphasis on you that people think like they're charting their own course, they're making their own way, they're, they're, they're creating their own destiny with their own decisions and their actions and all of that. What are you talking about? No. Now, your decisions and your actions matter, but when you know that God made plans for you before the world began and he's leading you by his Holy Spirit and his spirit is empowering you to do what you can never do without him, that at, at that point, your life is not about you anymore. Your life is about God. It's all about him. It's the grace life. You are free. You're free to do whatever God leads you to do. You're free from the limits of your humanity. You are free. You are not bound to what you have in the bank. You're not bound to what you have on your resume. You're not bound to any of these things. You, you know that God can open doors that no man can close. God can close doors that no man can open. God can raise up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. So now your life is not about you, and you're not, you're not bound by any of this stuff. Stuff. You're free. And you're like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you for your goodness and your grace. Now, I'm not free to sin. I'm free from sin. I'm not going to live in sin. I'm living in God's righteousness and I'm free. I'm free to be holy. I'm free to, to live as God's man on this planet. I'm free to do whatever God leads me to do. And, and now when you live this way, I'm not saying grace is not a license for laziness. You may work harder than you've ever worked in your life. I'm a witness of this. Isabella's a witness of this. Once you're free, like, okay, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Doggone it. At that point, you might work harder than you've ever worked, but it won't be you doing it. Paul said, it's the grace of God <laughs> in me. It's like, man, even, even when I'm working harder than I ever thought I've, I, I would ever work, and people come up to you all the time and say, man, Rick, how do you do this? How, how do you do all these things? It's not me. It's the grace of God, man. I'm free. I'm free. Faith, grace, freedom. It's whatever God wants. I'm down for whatever. It's the grace of God. Check out 1 Corinthians 15 and 10. Let's close out with this. I'm going to release you into this weekend. I want you to say this and speak this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up by embracing your plans for my life. I die to sin. I die to self. I die to selfish desires. I even die to the limits of my humanity. If you say I can do it, then I can do it. I can do all things through you. Your grace empowers me to do what you've called me to do even when it doesn't make sense, <laughs> you choose the unqualified to do the extraordinary. So I give myself over to you. I pray in agreement with 
and in alignment with heaven. I believe and I receive everything you reveal to me. And I then launch out in faith to become what you plan. My life is not about me. My life is all about you. And this is why I can boldly declare greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you're not getting my notes. You want my notes? These were good notes. Go to todaysword.org. Click on the top right corner. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, it's a Friday. So on Fridays, I like to remind you of a couple of things. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena. Also get the podcast. If you go to Apple, iTunes, and the link is on the website, but you can also just search for Rick Pena or, or uh, the Rick Pena podcast. You'll be able to you know, get the podcast. Uh, all of this stuff is available to you for free. And if you haven't got my book, check it out. I haven't talked about the book in a while. You should go get it. Um, go to Amazon and just search for Rick Pena and you'll see my book. You'll see a bunch of devotionals. But the book is important because you'll be able to level up. Uh, I'm just giving you straight Bible in that book leveling up in, in every area, every facet of your life. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you on Monday. God bless you.